Hello, Father. Hello, Doctor. <laughs> oh, welcome back. You actually did make it to California for your men's conference, right? I did. I did. I mean, they, uh, my flight got canceled coming home because of weather here in Dallas. Oh, yeah. But so I got to spend an extra day in Cali and see a good friend, my, one of my besties, win. And so we uh, we had a good time. Well, good. Well, we are kicking off Mentor May. Mentor May. Mentor May. And I'm excited. We've got the first guest. Why don't you tell us a little bit about him? You yeah. sat down with him. Yeah. Uh, our first week here is... Uh, I brought in a friend, uh, Brent Warren, who I've known since he was in high school. And, oh. Yeah, and then we lost contact with each other until 12 years ago when we moved to Dallas. And I have been meeting with him on a weekly basis. He's a, he's now a pastor. So we, we get together once a week, one morning a week, and over coffee or breakfast and just encourage one another. And so... He uh, he had called me in a time where he needed a guy in his life, and so I stepped up, and so it's 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 turned into a really good friendship, and so I thought it'd be good to have him on there and 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 just just talk about our 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 journey together that started years and years and years ago. So awesome. That's awesome. Okay, well, I hope everybody enjoys this conversation. We should just go ahead and play it, don't you think? Yep, we'll jump right in here. All right. Well, should I go ahead and close it out for you early so well, you don't have to try? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually did an outro, but, you know, I oh. you have to I had to write it down and basically read it. So it's not it okay. doesn't it doesn't have the professional Oh, vibe. well, you know what? I I think everybody should hear that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So. All right. That's great. Well, I hope everybody enjoys this conversation with Brent and Brent. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you back next week. All right. See you, Hales. Love you. Love you. I've got a really good friend of mine to start this month off. It's weird that his name is Brent because now we've started a club. I think we, we should only have guests that are named Brent. Well, my, I mean, my name's not actually Brent. I mean, I changed my name to Brent. <laughs> so you could be on the podcast. So I could be on the podcast. <laughs> exactly. No. Uh, this so is thanks Brent. for having me. Yeah. Uh, Brent, thanks for, yeah, thanks for being on the show, Brent. Like, <laughs> I'm actually Reggie. <laughs> no, we have Brent Warren, and uh, we, have, we have quite a history. We do. So I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to take a stab here and... Say that you, I met you when you were a junior? Probably, teenager, yeah. Teenager? And I I don't believe I was a teenager anymore. I wish I could say we're the same age, but... No, but you had amazing hair. Very, yes, I do. This costs a lot no, not, of money. No, not now, then. Oh, the then. Mullet. Oh, yeah. yeah, then, yeah. Now I spend all the money on the coloring, <laughs> so it looks like I'm wise. Yeah, so we met. I was I was doing your camp, and my father in law was on staff at your church in Fort Worth. Right, and that's where we met. And then everybody grew up, and life happened, and we went our separate ways. All went our own ways. But let me kind of add something in. So when I was first a youth minister mm-hmm. in two, no, in 1995, mm-hmm. I sang "Quiet Please" 
<laughs> in, in a church service. And that was, of course, a Brant Lamb original from 1986. Four. Four. It's the first number one. Mm-hmm. I sang that. Wow. I did. I hushed the audience. Did you? Oh, for sure. A hush came over Quiet, the please. They were like, mm. Mm. Quiet, please. <laughs> I'm going to sing a song. The title of the song is called Quiet, And they please. were so quiet. Yeah, nobody <laughs> applauded. Nobody. <laughs> yeah, at the end, they just. Nobody worshipped. Everybody's yeah. scared to clap. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Okay, we're quiet. Yeah, man, that's a mm. long time ago. But yeah, so then 12 years ago, I moved to Dallas, and I was working for a company, and I had a little office, mm-hmm. and there was this single girl across the hall, and it was so funny because we have the same personality. We're both extroverts. And our whole, and all I, it was just this girl named Ashley. And our whole relationship was in the mornings. I would come in and I would say, morning, stupid. And she would say, morning, butthead. <laughs> and that was the extent of the whole relationship. And then we would just laugh and then we'd start work. We'd yeah, that's work. Ashley. She calls me butthead now. Yeah. So then I remember her talking. She came in with a ring on her finger. And she's like, hey, look at this. And I was like, okay, well, that's all good and fine, you know, but, you know, we ha- I have to approve. Sure. And she said, you'll love him. His name's Brent. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, now it's anybody, like, based on me, that's pretty sketchy. Like, anybody <laughs> named Brent, too, like, I got to meet this guy. Right. But it was so cool when you walk in, and then, like, a week later, she said, he's coming to pick me up. He's coming in. So I was like, okay. You walk in, and I was like, that's Brent Warren. I know that guy. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy. So we reconnected and reunited. And it feels so good. good. Mm, we, man, a musical podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we got all these guitars. Quiet, please. Quiet, yeah, quiet, please. <laughs> so, yeah, man, it was, it, it was so awesome. And then we, I guess it was, it was during COVID, right? Mm-hmm. And you just called and said, hey, man, you want to get together once a week? And we Zoomed. Yep. First, first few weeks. And then yep. we rebelled and yep. made them open a restaurant. Yep. But actually, so details without details. So I, I was in a weird place, like a hard place, kind of angry about some things and mm-hmm. kind of going through some personal uh, crises, I mm-hmm. guess, if you will. And then I reached out to you and just said, um, dude, would you just hang out with me? My heart's in a weird, hard place. And I mean, I can't find a qualified counselor. So if you would just hang out and with me. And you loved my fee. Yes. <laughs> Your fee was <laughs> totally appropriate. Yeah. So you started hanging out with me and game changer. Wow. Yeah. Well, I feel that way, but that it was a game changer just, just meeting with you. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the guys that I mentor, and you guys know, I mean, that's my heart. And, mm-hmm. and it's just, I was mentored by an older guy that just really shaped me as a, as a young man mm-hmm. and asked me questions that I hadn't even thought about. And he really pushed me to, to get, get somebody, one guy, two guys, maybe at the very, very most three guys meet every week and talk about stuff. And if it's, if it's a light week and there's no crisis, then great, just enjoy each other, but, but really shape each other. And Mm so I liked it because you, you and I are closer in age than a lot of the guys that I mentor. Okay. So it's like, you've been, you've been such an encourager to me and and we're both pastors. Mm -hmm. And so it's it's just been neat to have a person that I, I feel like I'm pouring into, but, but you're pouring into me. And so, and we're friends and it's, it's like we're walking together. Hmm. I think it's so important. Mm-hmm. So important. It means a lot. So I remember when we first started talking or when I called you about that 
I mean, immediately you were like, yeah, absolutely. I'd love to, love to sit with you. And, and you walked through that with me where you mm-hmm. said, man, I had somebody in my life who walked with me, held me accountable, encouraged me, kept my focus, you know, on Christ and what matters. And it immediately felt like more than just a couple of guys sitting down mm-hmm. talking about life. And in fact, I remember you laying out accountability. You were like, look, don't lie to me. Mm-hmm. Don't lie to me. If you lie to me, I'm going to know it and we're done. Yeah. And, and I remember thinking, um, I mean, that's going to be a problem because I'm a compulsive liar. <laughs> but I <laughs> And I bought everything, so I'm still here. So I'm... you don't know any different. <laughs> and, and so but I remember, though, thinking this is exactly what I need. I don't just need scripture, which that mm-hmm. matters. Sure. I don't just need somebody to help me find direction. That matters. Mm-hmm. But I just need someone who I can trust and who trusts me. And I can be honest, be myself, mm-hmm. and then let the Holy Spirit do the hard parts. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And just, and just to walk so much, you know, I, I always think about David, King David. It's like, what would his life have been like if Jonathan would, would have still been alive? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, mm-hmm. what, what would his life, I mean, because Jonathan's dead, and now, as king, instead of ruling and right. doing his job, right, and having the thought of to to replace Jonathan, mm-hmm. he's up on the roof watching girls take baths, right, right. And then it just spiraled from that, and it poured over into his sons. And mm-hmm. it's like, mm-hmm. I think it's so important that we we as men, because you you know you you can hide in church, you can hide in a Bible study, you can't hide in a booth having breakfast or a cup of coffee, you know. Yeah. You, and when you're walking with somebody, you know, you, you said, yeah, don't lie to me. It's like, my, my, you've heard me say it. If you lie to me, I will disappear as quick as I appeared. Yeah. You'll think it's a magic trick. Yeah. I just keep thinking about all these guys that I meet. They're in church. They're in Bible studies. They're serving. They're, do, they're doing the Christian life. Mm-hmm. But yet they got all this sin that they're hiding and they're, and they're defeated in so many areas. And it's like, you know, how, how long are you going to just keep ricocheting through life? Right. Right, as long as I can, because it feels so much better. Yeah, and I right. don't want to have to get my junk mm-hmm. out in the light where everybody mm-hmm. sees it and goes, "Oh, well, mm-hmm. now we know about you." So, mm-hmm. and the truth is, we all have junk, we all have stuff, and it's like, how long are we going to go through the motions? Yeah, before somebody goes, "Hey, you know what? I, I'm, I think I'm ready to get well. Mm-hmm. Can mm-hmm. can somebody help help me get well? Mm-hmm. Can I get?" healing in some of these areas and then somehow just start walking with somebody and, and start praying that God will get glory out of this somehow. Yeah. Like, can we do that? And it's like, yeah. so, and that's, that's what the guys in my life did. They were, you know, they were much older. Uh, I remember I met, I, I met my, my main mentor. I was 31 and okay. I thought, man, this guy's old. <laughs> he was 44. Mm, that is old. <laughs> and I was just thinking, because he, he, he just passed away in March, like he went to heaven. And I was just like, man, when I met him, I th- was thinking, this guy's like, you know, lived so long. And then I think about where I was at 44, mm-hmm. you know, 43. I'm like, oh gosh, I just, mm-hmm. I was still learning. And now I'm in my 60s, you're in your 50s, and we're, we're still learning. We're right. still, we're still working out our salvation. We're still doing the walk. And then, having guys that are older pour into us and we've got these younger guys that we're pouring into. Yeah. Yeah. So to show my age a little bit. So 
there's ironically David's son Solomon, mm-hmm. you know, inks a passage about a cord of three strands, you know, having someone there, right? So what I call the Mister T verses, mm-hmm. right? Pity the fool, mm-hmm. yep, who when he falls has no one to help him up, right? And so that really is the gift, just to have someone there in your life when you are down, will walk beside you, stand next to you, arm in arm or back to back, whatever you need, or crawl in the foxhole with you, yeah, when you when your life's yeah. in battled right. and and to hold you up to lift you up and to encourage yeah. you spur you on keep going keep fighting yeah and man that's big and, that's, and, and we've been you know i've been doing that since my 30s mm-hmm. of course i wasn't doing a lot until I, I i got some knowledge and some skill and some experience and then but now i'm seeing guys that are well right. you know i'm having guys call me now that are, are they're in their 40s and 50s go hey i just want you to know i got two guys and i we talk about and they get sick of it because they said, you know, Papa Lamb said this, Brent mm-hmm. Lamb said this. It's mm-hmm. like, well, I said, okay, that's fine, but you need to know, I didn't say that first. Sure, sure. Steve Ferrar said that. Sure, you know, sure. But so, it was also David's son who said, "There's nothing new under the sun." Right. And yes. so we're all servants of the Most High King and all beneficiaries of this grace and knowledge. And so, and I love it when guys like, okay. I'm, I'm going to let, let you in my life, and you're not going to believe the garbage. No one has done what I've done. Mm. And I was like, Ecclesiastes yeah. says yeah. that's not true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not only seen it, probably done it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most of the rules that people have most nowadays are because of things I did earlier. And they're like, you know, we should probably put up a barrier. For <laughs> that. There's laws in place because of you. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, dude, for sure. <laughs> well, I mean, pain is pain. Loss is loss. Yeah. And so while there may be varying degrees of what the world refers to as, you know, pain or loss, for you, loss is loss. Yeah. Because you've only lost what you've lost and you may not know other variables, you know, or other levels of that kind of pain. And so when you hurt, it's still real and it's yours and you have to own it. But you also, I think it's Matt Chandler that Mm -hmm. said, you know, it's okay to not be okay. Yeah. You just can't stay there. Yeah, and it, it's also okay just to say, I don't know that I have an answer right now. I'll have to get back with you on yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And then you got those guys that you can go to and go, hey, what about this? Because now, right. like I'm a granddad now, mm-hmm. but I remember when I was raising kids and my and my older guys that I was asking questions to, mm-hmm. they had older children and then they had, had, now they had grandkids. And so I can call them and say, okay, what's how, how does being a father change into a grandfather mm-hmm. and i know i know mm-hmm. a lot of it like mm-hmm. you know i don't have to parent mm-hmm. you know when when they're in my house mm-hmm. i sit all the way back in the chair mm-hmm. you know parents mm-hmm. don't do that they You're sit on the on edge because they're yeah. going to get up every yeah. three seconds mm-hmm. but as a granddad I, I sit all the way back and i watch the show for free <laughs> and i right. just you know i was like here comes your mother you better run that's right you know just <laughs> that's right and sugar them up and send them yeah home. yeah here's sugar it's i know it's nine it's nine p.m you that's need right. this it'll help you sleep you're gonna now love go home. it Go home. <laughs> you can't stay at Papa's. Go home and watch TV. <laughs> exactly. So as we talk about mentoring, what would you say? I mean, I have my answer. A lot of guys have their answer. But, but what would you say? Why is it so important to have somebody that's pouring into you and then have somebody that you're pouring into? Why is that so? I mean, we know why it's important as far as the American church and stuff. We're we're doing it all. And, pe- and guys aren't getting well. Yeah. So... Like in your own words and from your own experience, why is it so important that we meet every Wednesday? Yeah. Okay. So let me start with the Jesus juke. 
Yeah. Okay. So uh, first of all, this is biblical. Mm-hmm. Really? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. None okay. of my stuff yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. Listen. Just listen and learn. So <laughs> when, when Paul talks about Timothy, it's not just a younger guy who was interested in you know preaching or ministry or I mean, yeah. it was someone he loved and he poured into. And so then this Paul Timothy relationship now translates for us. Everybody needs a Paul and everybody needs a Timothy. Right. right? So I need someone pouring into me and I need someone I can pour into. That's the way we keep the ministry or the work or life or goodness going. Right. It's right. legacy stuff. Right. right. But it's biblical. Uh, the second part, more practical part is this is the way God rigged the system that we're not designed to do this alone. Mm-hmm. We're not equipped to do this alone. Right. I mean, my wife meets needs in my life, and I meet needs in her life that nobody else is equipped to meet. But I also have relationships with other men, some younger, some older. You Mm -hmm. meet a need in my life that I can't meet for myself. Right. Because I don't see things clearly all the time. I have blind spots. We all do. And so I need somebody like you to keep me focused and on target or sober-minded or whatever. Right. Because I had these moments where I was angry, wanted to walk away from ministry, I was done, um, it, it, you know, it just wasn't worth the fight or whatever. Yeah. It, you know, and for you to say, keep going, yeah. keep going, keep going, and here's why. Here's the difference you're making. Yeah. Yeah, man, Proverbs 27 is one, one of my favorite verses. It says that the righteous man will fall seven times, mm. but he'll get up again. Mm-hmm. And the wicked... Mm-hmm wallow in it the mm-hmm. wicked don't get up because mm-hmm. they either love it or they don't have any anybody they're by, they are by themselves mm-hmm. and i love being able to tell guys when i go out and speak i did it this weekend last weekend i'll do it this weekend like and and then just guys in my church okay you fell mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay there there's a formula mm-hmm. first john 1 9 is your formula mm. if you confess, confess your sin yeah. He is faithful. To forgive. Yeah, and we know mm-hmm. we're all not faithful, mm-hmm. but he's faithful to mm-hmm. forgive us and, and cleanse, cleanse us, us from mm-hmm. all unrighteousness. It. So it's mm-hmm. a process. Mm-hmm. That's the formula. So, mm-hmm. okay, you fell. Great. Mm-hmm. Get up, confess right. it, brush yourself off, and keep going. Right. It's funny because for years I've been preaching or teaching, and I'll probably pay a price for this someday because I'm probably wrong, but I've been saying there's nowhere in Scripture. I can't find anywhere in Scripture where there's an imperative command for me to ask God for forgiveness. Yeah. Jesus Christ did that on the cross. Right. He gave forgiveness. He offered it freely, right? Yeah. Not of works so that no man can boast. Right. It, that's free. Mm-hmm. The forgiveness is already there in place ready for me yeah. to see and accept. Yeah. But the imperative command is confess your sin, acknowledge your sin, mm-hmm. call sin what it is. It's not for him, it's for you. It's for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, man, this has been great. Thanks for being on the show. Man. Is that it? That's it. We're done. We're done. Gosh. Okay. Well, okay. I have a lot more Brent Lamb you, stories. You, <laughs> Brad Lamb. Next time on the Brent Lamb podcast. <laughs> Personal friend. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. What I mean, before we close, do you have a do you have a Brent Lamb story that you want to? You know, well, try to embarrass me. I mean, you can try, but I don't know that this is a great story. But I do remember. We used to play football <laughs> at Meadowbrook Elementary School. A bunch of guys from my home church where your father-in-law was um, one of the pastors. And we would all get together and play football. So I guess when you and Laurie were in town mm-hmm. to see them, we'd all go play football. And I do remember 
really enjoying watching you run. I mean, because you were a musician. You're yeah. not, I mean. Yeah, I run like a musician. Yeah, you, <laughs> but, I mean, you're not only a musician now. You're you're very highly fine-tuned specimen of humanity. But Sure I am. <laughs> I, I just remember really enjoying watching you run because it was a side of you I'd never seen yeah. on stage. <laughs> well, I can... Uh, I can tell you I don't run anymore. <laughs> That's smart. Yeah. <laughs> Too painful. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, I heard somebody said they run, they rent like a marathon, 26 point something miles. And I was like, man, there's days I don't drive yeah, 26 exactly. miles. Why would you? <laughs> much less run it. That's right. And no one's chasing you? Why You're would you do that? older and wiser. Love yeah, you. man. Thanks for having me. Hey, man. We got we we are gonna do this again. Let's go. Right. I enjoyed breakfast every Wednesday too. It yeah, really man. means a lot to me. Yeah, those poor waitress—they don't know what to do with <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, we run a couple off. <laughs> it took us three months for them to really believe both of our names were Brent. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, my name's Reggie. So. What's, what's your Reggie? Yeah, my 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 real name's Willie Witness. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. Hey guys, thanks for being on the show. If you want to stay in contact with us, Brent Lamb Podcast. The email is brentlampodcast at gmail. Our Instagram is brentlampodcast. And Facebook is brentlampmusic. We'd love to hear from you, comments, questions. And we'll see you next time.